Hi, this is Amida Switlow from QSO VSO West. I'm in lovely Victoria, British Columbia on a beautiful sunny day. And I'm sitting with a supporter of QSO VSO. His name's Dr. Alan Headley, a Professor Emeritus from University of Victoria. Hi, how are you? Very well, thank you. And thank you very much for the lunch. I enjoyed that. Oh, pleasure. We had lunch today with a young uh, um, p potential volunteer that's applying. So you got to hear why he's applying, etc. I want to ask you a question. You, why is it that you support QSO VSO? Well, actually, that's a very good question because having that lunch today was really quite a thrill to see the excitement of, of youth and wanting to experience as much as life as possible and also experience a different way of living and try and help out. So you, so, so it was great to meet Ivan. He was very enthusiastic, wasn't he? Yes. And what I think also is, is good about CUSO is the fact that CUSO attempts to link up with uh, indigenous organizations in the countries where they serve. And, and respond to their problems rather than telling them what their problems are. Uh, there is uh, the sort of high-ended uh, charitable foundations that, that helicopter uh, workers in who don't really have a clue of what they're getting into and they, they supposedly fix something and then leave within a week or so. As far as I'm concerned, it, that doesn't work, and I think we have had enough experience now that it can demonstrate that it doesn't work. So, uh, Dr. Headley, you taught at UVic, and you taught um, sociology, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And and what courses did you teach? Well, the, the course that I taught, the last that I was uh, really very interested in was social change. Okay. And I wrote a book called um, Running Out of Control, Dilemmas of Globalization. And so I, I really uh, start from the hunting-gathering days, going through the agricultural revolution to the industrial revolution and where we are today and, and the, the kinds of changes that we are experiencing. I read it. I enjoyed it. Okay. And so did my daughter, Narina, who's on assignment right now. And she, she I think we both learned some, a lot about that. And it's not often that we have a donor that has that much experience uh, in understanding humanity and the way we work. And if I was to ask you, in all these years of, of doing work, is it, do you think that we indeed can make a difference around the world? Well, I, I wrote a little piece for, uh, an op-ed piece for the Times columnist, and I think, yes, we can. Uh, we can make a difference. And if we don't, then, what are we here for? Um, each of us in our own way we can make a difference. I, I told you in a laughing sort of a way that I got fired from the uh, University of Victoria. Uh, as it turned out, I was 65 and there was mandatory retirement law in effect at that time. And I was sort of resentful. But then I thought, well, I'm just going to die as a resentful old man. And so I have to get a new life. And so the life that I have now is what I call my third life. You know, the first life is learning, the second life is doing, and 
And the third life is really reflecting a lot. And one can still do. And, and in living this life, I, I had to come up with some goals or objectives. And my objective, uh, twin objective, is to contribute to a more equitable and sustainable human existence on planet Earth. Sounds sort of highfalutin, but it, uh, it, that's, that's what I get a kick out of. Thank you. A lot of people, when they retire, do this self-reflection, and some end up volunteering, and some end up supporting us as, as volunteers in Canada and donors. And, and I appreciate your self-reflection, and I'm so glad you, Vic, fired you. <laughs> You're making a huge difference in the world, sir. And we can't thank you enough for your support. Um, and I hope that we remember that, yes, indeed, maybe we can keep making a difference. Little steps. Indeed so. Have a great day. Thank you.